Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey and welcome to one more episode of Art Impact host Rafael Estela and I'm so glad to have you here. So today we're going to start a three-part series called Three Masters on Art and Impact, where I get to share with you the work and my experience with three amazing artists and masters who profoundly affected my life, how I create theater and understand the power of art in the world today. So today we are going to start uh, with my very first master, Kazu Ono. Kazu Ono was a Japanese dancer and one of the founding creators of a contemporary dance called Buto. Buto is a contemporary dance who mixes uh, surrealism with German expressionism, kabuki theater, and it was very much created or generated as a reaction to the horrors of the Second World War. So I encountered this artistic expression really by chance. I was studying acting and theater um, in Sao Paulo back maybe 15, 17 years ago. And, uh, and there was this day of workshops and movies about Bhutto. Uh, many of my friends um, in my acting school were very, very interested to go. So I, I just jumped in and, and went with them. And uh, and what happened was one of those moments, you see, when you meet something that encounters something that really changes you uh, forever. Um, I remember watching uh, a, a video uh, of Kazuono dancing. Uh, it wasn't even like in person. And, uh, and in this video, I saw this old, long Japanese guy ma- making very slow uh, movements 
that I didn't really know what, you know, there wasn't such a thing as a story uh, or there was a context, but you could, you know, there, he, he had some props, very little costumes and props. Um, and he was making these movements and, and, and it struck me dancing and, and, and it struck me so much first first that I, I couldn't take my eyes off him you know I was so attracted to what he was doing although I really couldn't understand you know like rationally what he was doing and then like just on the fact of in this process in this experience of just watching you know and and being bearing witnesses to to an expression of of something really really deep um i i couldn't stop crying and uh, and uh, and and at one point that was so so important for me i i saw there was a movement that you know like the all the stories were being created inside our heads or you know or not even stories all all the experience you know was very much uh, being created between this space of the performer and and the audience and the audience and i remember very clear there was one moment in one of the dances that uh, he was presenting uh where he made a movement towards the sky uh towards yeah the skies the uh the the higher you know the higher heights and uh and he felt like so amazed you know so in wonder with what he was uh seeing and at the same time so humbled so stupid i think <laughs> it's a it's a good word for it you know like so it was it was so it was so clear that at the same time that there was this big wonder this this big encounter and and even bliss you know of being in contact with something so much bigger than he was um there was also this consciousness of how limited his his ability to to understand or uh, and to even to you know relate with with this big um yeah be bigger than us uh reality and that was so 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 struck for me it was i think it shift completely my paradigm paradigm on on religion on spirituality on and even on my relationship you know uh on my relationship with other people you know like just to really understand how how we are uh, to experience how we belong to a contest, um, to a reality that's uh, always so much bigger uh, than than we are able to 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 understand, to to apprehend, and um, yeah. So this this paradox it was really beautiful for me. So after that. Um, I really try to get close to anything, uh, get my hands on on everything that I could uh, about Kazuono, and uh, on that time was pretty difficult because <laughs> you know there wasn't such a thing of YouTube yet, and uh, and and even Amazon. So like I remember like buying a book, one of these his books, um, 
called Bouteau Within uh, and I think it arrived from the States and uh, took like what two months to arrive um, and um, you know and I tried to, to grab any other videos was very very hard to get my hands on any other um, yeah uh, recordings um, or videos of, of him so it was it was really yeah really limited resources but w then I I think a, a year later uh, I got to know yeah I think I entered in contact it's amazing how things have changed isn't it so beautiful I changed I entered in contact with the workshop leader of that day uh, who was one of his students you know from Japan he was she was a German lady and and she was in Brazil just you know making this workshop uh, days of workshop in in a Japan foundation in Sao Paulo so I entered in contact with her and she told me oh uh, have a look on this website and have a look uh, they are coming up with uh, workshops new uh, next year's because that would be um, Kazuono's uh, 100th birthday. And uh, so they are doing loads of celebrations in Italy. Uh, see, see, maybe you can manage there. Maybe that's the closest place for you to, to get to know more, you know, to get closer. Um, and so, yeah, so I had a look on that and then... And I ended up, uh, yeah, very, very luckily being able to go to Italy, to go to Bologna for one month um, to celebrate uh, in 2007, to celebrate in a, in a month of celebrations um, for Kazuono, for, he, for his uh, yeah, centenary. And um, so there I met uh, his son, Yoshito Ono, um, and we had a a yeah a month of workshops together and and again was for me it was very very a very transformative experience you know like just to to see art as this place of deep expression and deep connection uh, with with not only with uh, the other but first of all with yourself with the, your your truth in a way your, your most deep truth and uh, and also a way of relating you know dancing as a way of praying in the most uh, beautiful and deep sense of the world dancing and creating of a way of relating of of uh, reaching out you know and 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 nurturing uh, a connection uh, with this uh, element, you know, of bigger than you, higher than you. Uh, um, so that was so, so, so important for me. And uh, and um, so after this month, and then I went back to Brazil and, and did a few workshops with a few people who who were like studying, had studied Yoshito Ono or even Kazu Ono, a few months before, um, a few years before, and I really, I, it really struck me uh, in the workshop because I met other students of Kazuono, and they would say that uh, by now he, uh, 
he he was like barely being able to move you know he he could move his hands very little uh he and he had to stay lying laying down for most 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 um uh, of the time so but the students uh told me that although he moved very little and the movement that they could see uh more prominent prominently was his breath you know they could see that he was dancing now all the time and he, that he was dancing uh through his breath you know and uh yeah i think that was such a beautiful i i found this image such a such a beautiful uh metaphor and um and then yeah and then and Kazuono died uh with 103 years old um and and yeah and then i i i i got to meet yoshito ono um maybe 10 years later in brazil again uh for another workshop and uh and although after a few years um that wasn't a practice you know a, a regular practice for me anymore uh i it's one of those uh experiences that are very foundational you know that are for me very much uh showed me what art can be and and what how it can be experienced and and the power of it now i wonder what was your favorite insight in this episode and most importantly how can you integrate this new discovery into your practice as a creator right now want to go deeper go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter and receive exclusive insights and inspiration on building a freaking awesome career as a socially engaged creator every other week Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistella.com podcast. If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next time.